This is Jason Kristoff, Podcast 21, uh, April 13th, 2020, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a little series about how to survive what's coming and even how to thrive, and I don't know how many parts it's going to be. It might be a little shorter podcast than usual. I say that at the beginning of every podcast, and I just shoot my mouth off for too long. So we'll see what happens here. First thing you have to do in order to survive is you have to remember and understand why you don't have power and how to get it back. Now, historically, your power has been removed using some very clever and ancient tricks. So you weren't always this disinterested in things that matter and you were not always interested in so many things that don't matter. You look out today, the average person, before they were locked in their house, was really doing nothing too meaningful with their life except self-gratifying. And myself included for many years, I'm not going to, you know, the best way to start conversations like this is simply to throw yourself under the bus so that everybody's ego doesn't get so defensive about what you're trying to talk about. Of course, I was your typical North American soulless meat bag, and all I did was self-gratify with alcohol, and I didn't even really like alcohol. I just drank it because everybody else was, but I really did like drugs. I liked uh, LSD and psilocybin, which is the magic mushroom. Um, I liked fraternizing with the opposite sex, most likely too much. Um, I liked eating poorly. I liked, you know, watching TV, not educating. I didn't like knowledge, but I was going to school at maybe the top university in Canada because that's what everybody else was doing. And then in my downtime, I would just pursue shallow pleasures and self-gratification I wasn't a big shopper, but I liked big-ticket items, fast sports cars and motorcycles, trying to look cool and trying to fit in. And that's a very disempowering lifestyle. And I was not the only one doing it because of how human behavior is recorded and documented to work is we simply copy, mimic, and emulate what we see. And the media has a very big part in throwing us down the evolutionary ladder like this and sort of making us part of this weird self-sadistic cult without us really knowing that we're full-fledged carrying card members of that cult. We just think we're normal, moral, and ethical people when we're really the farthest thing from it because we take aim at ourselves first and foremost, losing our power, losing our ethics, losing our morality. We don't really know how all this went down, how all that was removed. But the average person that just like smokes cigarettes and does drugs and drinks alcohol and drinks toxic coffee, and coffee will always come up in these conversations, folks, because coffee and caffeine is the number one brain control substance on this planet. Uh, There was lots of experiments, and I'll put the new documentary in the show notes called um oh boy what is it called i'll have to look it up but it just came out fi- out of the shadows 
came out uh, came out five days ago and it explains that you're being farmed and that you've always been farmed and it's a lot worse than what this documentary lets out in regards to who's doing it and how old this cult is and they have very specific tricks for stealing your power and one of their favorite tricks is what I call the triangular crossfire on your soul so you're gonna get taught and this is where the magic comes in now the magic is in ancient all ancient societies there was four elements that the world was made out of four visible elements like it was uh, earth water fire and air so in the world these are the things you could touch and feel like even if you moved your hand really quickly you can feel the air on it and then there was the invisible the invisible magic called the fifth element and it's also often represented by the star because it ha the star has five points or it's represented by the e uh, like e-commerce because e is the fifth letter of the alphabet and anything that's invisible like e-commerce or e-transfer it's invisible it's magic and magic and then the visible realm were very important to the ancients in the natural world so they could see the tides moving in and out but they couldn't see what was moving the tides so it had to do with the fifth element the ether or the magic or the e you know um and that's what the words emotion stands for is e in motion the invisible in motion so they could see the tides moving back and forth they didn't really know what was moving the tides so they said it's this is the magic and then they didn't they could see the geese or the birds they would follow various migratory patterns and they didn't really know what was guiding them but something was guiding them like the monarch butterfly does a big migration every year the fish migrate the whales migrate well how do they do it well you see the physical consequence of what's going on but you don't really know what's driving it so they would chalk all that up to this magic energy so magic was very very important in all ancient cultures because it could allow you to tell a story and get everybody familiar with there's a lot of invisible forces on the earth that we really don't know too much about and that's where your disempowerment comes in as well is there this cult that I'm going to refer to many times in this series is very good at manipulating the invisible within within yourself and also outside of yourself and one of their favorite tricks is to use word magic which is invisible because you don't the, the words are very different than swords and that's why you put an s in front of word you get sword because the word the letter s represents the serpent or the snake or this cult this cult is very famous for the letter s if you if you stu study the word <clears throat> s for example you're going to find this cult behind a lot of the words and even in english society when they would say good day sir good day you know how are you sir and tip the hat well sir meant serpent and again that's the s yes, the snake and they in the the reptile because the snake has no remorse no compassion 
It doesn't have a part of the brain that can think into the future and think about future consequences. And this cult is very famous for producing offspring that looks human, that most likely are human, and they abuse their kids to the point where the compassionate and loving and caring part of the brain is actually burnt out. And all we have left is the serpent or reptilian-like qualities, which are housed in the limbic system or what's called the fight or flight system. It's actually even called the reptilian brain or the R complex or the hind brain. And these are the people we're dealing with, especially in this fake pandemic that is being organized by this group. And they, this group is, this is a repetitive event on the planet. And if you read a history book, they're, they're not very original too because the reptilian brain is really low IQ. So they have to go back in the playbook all the time. And if you go back, you find they're doing the same tricks over and over again, the infection, the viral infection, the needles full of poison, uh, reframing it as disease as they're really poisoning you and, and tricking you into leading your worst life. Now, humans weren't always this sort of compliant and obedient and uninterested in defending themselves and really throughout history humans weren't very interested in going to work for Darth Vader on the on the Death Star but today you see everybody dry humping each other and leapfrogging each other trying to get these government jobs and and this cult uh, they're the master of disguises like they're pure Hollywood before it was even Hollywood they're they'll wear any costume they'll they'll change their skin color they'll change their religion whatever it takes to get close to you and do to you what they want to do which is never good and it's never moral and it's never ethical they'll do it and they were they've been dressing up in different flags and different countries and different races and different religions for all of recorded history and beyond and they they only have one sort of desire which is your misery and that's why they you know organize what's called this triangular crossfire on, you know, like your self-worth, your self-esteem, your courage, your personal power, your spirit of your soul. And any assassin, any sniper will tell you, you know, it takes ground fire between three separate assassins to really make sure you, you know, you hit the mark and that the mark is down. So that's why they're very famous for doing things in three, especially if they're going to be going into your mind and using this invisible magic, this invisible word magic, so you become developmentally delayed because you don't have self-esteem. So they're got, with this triangular crossfire, they gut you like a fish on a wharf, and you don't even really know it because it's been happening on a psychic level. So the first, you know, the first sniper, the first assassin in the triangular crossfire is religion. Now, they've invented all of the world religions to make sure that it, they developmentally delay the participants through fear and through re repetitive negative inner commentary or inner dialogue. That's, so the inner dialogue or the inner phrase is you were born a sinner. And then that sinners deserve punishment. If you notice, there is no religion that says you were born perfect 
in that just go ahead and lead your perfect lifestyle. So when you tell someone that they're born a sinner, and you can you you know you can understand this point. If I told my daughter every Sunday, and then you know reminded them every other day that you know she was an idiot, you can see how that would damage the psyche of that child. Well, it's the same thing with being told that you're born a sinner, sinners deserve punishment, and you're so much of a walking clusterfuck that a guy named Jesus had to kill himself because you're such an idiot. That has a big psychic weight that impacts the spirit and soul of that person to degrade their self-worth and their self-esteem and what you'll notice, unfortunately, is people really, you know, infatuated and highly frequenting this religious sort of belief system, you will see they're very disempowered. They haven't risen up to their full potential. They're usually very unhealthy. Um, they don't have a lot of self-worth or self-maintenance or self-love. Most are... Um, heavily addicted because of course when you this is the invisible magic is that when you vibrate inner fear or inner hatred of yourself you actually become a sort of like a radio tower or you know vibrating frequency rod or device and you attract to you how you feel so when you feel like you're not worthy or you're not sort of courageous or you're not really worth too much you'll find people equivalents out in the environment you'll find uh, food equivalents of that like if you don't have a lot of self-worth the food equivalent of that is pizza and alcohol and then if you don't have a lot of self-worth the person equivalent to that is you know the person with the tattoos and they're on drugs and they don't have a lot of self-esteem either so you always attract what you feel and they're aware of this is they, they can get you vibrating at a very low frequency when you go into the grocery store you'll always get the chips when you go to the bar you'll always find the devilish kind of misfits because that's what makes you feel safe because it's what's familiar to you is that level of sort of chaos and crisis in your life so the first sniper within the triangular crossfire of disempowerment is definitely the religious based belief that you're born a sinner sinners deserve punishment and you know, the best you can do is live a life as a complete screw up and then beg for forgiveness at the end. Or you cannot believe in God and you can go to hell. So that's called double bind mind control as well, which also throws a very large bolt of electricity into the fear based spell casting where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So if you believe in the religion, you're taking on the belief and everything else that comes with it that you're born a sinner and sinners deserve punishment and you, you're you're you know cursed to walk the earth as this imperfect person which of course degrades your psyche immensely or you can discard the religion and you can go to hell and burn for all eternity in some a fictitious place 
that they just implanted into your mind. And if you folks, there's nothing wrong with believing in a creator. We would have to be sort of not observing things to not see that everything out there works perfectly by mathematics. Someone's designed this place. Someone's designed the flower. The sun works perfect. The night works perfect. The grass works perfect. The animals work perfect if we don't poison them. We work perfect if we don't poison them. So there's nothing wrong with believing in the Creator. But do you really have to believe you're a sinner? Do you, do you really have to take on all that mental load to... to um, and they want you to. They want to make you think that you've got to take on every aspect of it or you're just really not a full-fledged member of that particular group, and that's what gets people into trouble. So if you're going to tell uh, a kid that they're a sinner on a repetitive basis, and psychology will tell you that all repetitive insults uh, completely degrade your psyche to the point where you, if you don't have self worth, a lot of self-worth or self-esteem, you will never think yourself worthy of being better. So you're always going to be seeking what's familiar. You'll take the low-level jobs. You'll take the low-level companions. You'll, you'll, you'll watch TV instead of work because to have goals, you have to have self-esteem and self-worth and self-love. And that phrase is being proven to extract that from you on a psychic, invisible level, guts you like a fish on the wharf and you don't even see it coming. So the second assassin within the triangular crossfire on your self-worth and your disempowered lifestyle is the medical system. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is sort of the, the adage of this cult where the medical system just said, look, you know, I can see you're disempowering a lot of people by calling them sinners. I'm going to take the baton and I'm going to move this sort of psychic beat down into the 21st century. I'm going to tell the people that they're born genetically faulty, that their bodies designed by God are prone to break and prone to get sick and they have no immunity to viruses. They have no, they'll always break down. And again, you, you're going to wallow in misery because of this faulty design. So you were born genetically faulty and the best thing you can do is take these poisons and suffer your whole life through. So does that sound familiar? You got suffering for the whole life through. That makes you part of the group. You're, you're taught that your body is faulty and is born to fail you. And you're cursed for life as you walk to earth. And if you don't believe in that, in that cult of poisoning and butchering surgeries and radiation, which of course, folks, can't make anybody healthy, but the way the mind works, it will always seek the safe zone or what's called the safe card or the safest card because the subconscious mind kind of assesses what to do in regards to its behavior uh, by looking out and seeing what everybody else is doing. So what we're seeing is a cult. We're seeing a cult completely take over the media, completely take over the education system and trick the human being to go into uh, a hospital or a doctor's office when no one in the hospital is healthy and no one's ever came out healthier than when they went in and say, can you give me some poison to make me healthier? We can't take the whole bottle because that'll kill us. 
but one pill of the same poison per day is supposed to make us healthy. We're not deeply thinking. And the reason we're not really deeply thinking here is because the school system is part of it that teaches us simply to repeat and also extracts um, our innate intelligence and tells us that repeating what we're told is the only thing by which we can gain virtue with our peers. And again, you look at the, the, the exact same pattern that you're born wrong, you're born imperfect, and the best you can do is take poison to kind of make it to, to your deathbed. And, um, you know, and if you don't, if you sort of disrespect the cult, the cult members who do take the poison will belittle you and marginalize you when you walk healthy through all the lepers never catching their disease because they don't eat very well and they take poisons as medication and the hospital is full of chocolate bar chip and pot machines and there's a smoking area outside the hospital the nurses which are great people and some of the doctors are as well but you can see they're not really conscious enough to get together as a group and say look we should really get the chocolate bar and chip machines out of here we got to get the french fries we can't feed the patients the french fries anymore because it's killing them we got to get the patients out in in the sunlight to make them healthier and again so the medical system just if it ain't broke don't fix it looked at the religious system and said look you guys did a really good job on psychically destroying you're following with those very simple phrases that are repetitive. And if you read any psychology book or, or work in psychology, anything negative and repetitive is very damaging to the mind. And it's the same thing as telling a kid they're stupid. And even if you told the kid they were stupid once, you have to understand the re repetition is still there because the kid tells themselves they're stupid for the next 15 years and beats the shit out of them that way, sort of taking the baton from their abuser. And it's the same pattern where they say you can, you're born faulty, take these poisons, or you can reject the cult, be attacked by the cult, and then we're not going to help you with our famous potions and pharmacia. So again, it's double bind mind control, get into the cult and take the poisons and uh, suffer that way. Or your other option is to turn your, your back on the cult and then the cult comes running after you. The cult of cut, poison, and burn actually starts to run you down like in the fabricated COVID-19. And you have one of the cult members right now, Bill Gates. He, he's actually jockeying for position within the cult because to score points in this cult and to gain seniority within the cult, you have to do a very good acting job and control the stage play. And Bill Gates is being on the stage knowing he's really trying to poison everybody with these needles. So the uh, needles full of poison called vaccines. And he's in this cult and he's actually trying to outdo his peers in the cult by organizing and facilitating and pre-planning the greatest culling in humanity for maybe the past 20 years. So all his TED Talks and all his public appearances, and he's all looking very uh, 
you know, he's giving money and he's very charitable. And they laugh because this is what the cult's about. And they've had their limbic brain completely activated and their fight or flight. They don't even really have access to their prefrontal cortex. These are the most evil people. And that's why you don't see Bill, Gla- uh, Bill Gates blink an eye because you're not really aware of how long this cult has been inside our society or what they've done to you in only the last 2,000 years and their cult goes back uh, a lot longer, tens of thousands, okay? So the third assassin, the third sniper in the triangular crossfire is the biological lie that you're nothing, that you're just the result of random happenstance. There was a big bang, no one knows. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, everything was there. <laughs> if you believe that story, you're definitely under their spell. They'd be lied to you. There's, I mean, nothing you know is the truth, that guaranteed. But in order to make you so incompetent to the point where you don't even care that you're getting lied to, you have no interest in self-preservation, you just kind of want to be a minor participant in the cult, drink some booze and have a little bit of sex, watch some porn, smoke some weed, you know, watch some movies, you know, really do nothing with your life. Just sit around as a big miserable lump, work for the Death Star. They're like, make you little, little um, minor, little minor participants in, in the, inside the cult while you're thinking you're a moral and ethical person. And that's another one of, that's the third assassin in the triangular crossfire to gut you, to gut you of your self-worth, to gut you of your power, to gut you of your feelings of courage and confidence. So the average person today thinks, yeah, I'm just uh, a human. That's a biological happenstance with no real purpose in life. It's simply like a hurricane cutting through a junkyard, and then when the hurricane passes, there's a uh, perfectly designed Lamborghini there. Just happenstance. (laughs) Just random. So the average person today walks around gutted of their self-worth, and that's why you're potentially, don't remember who you are, don't have any power, don't really want to defend yourself. You're like, that kill me or or not. I don't know. Maybe I got to watch a movie. Um, yeah, they're, yeah, sure, they're not selling the seeds, but, you know, they're good people. <laughs> Hope you know about that. They're starting to make sure you can't get any tomato plants or can't get any plants or can't get any seed. Oh, why do you think they do that? Oh, oh um, I'll just watch another movie and, and just hope for the best. <laughs> so that, th- that can only come about when the average person is like, they think they're the, bio- the biological assassin tells you your random happenstance with no real direction in life, no real purpose. You're just, uh, you know, a biological misfit (laughs) rocketing through space on on planet Earth. Ah, You know, the dinosaurs came and gone, so will the humans. They're lying to you, folks. This ain't what, this planet ain't what they're saying it is, and they're not who they say they are, and they're lying to you about who you are. And that biological lie is just one of the assassins in the triangular crossfire on your self-worth and self-maintenance and self-esteem. The second one 
is the medical lie telling you you're born genetically faulty, your genes are will always fail you, your cholesterol is trying to kill you because it's so stupid. <laughs> cancer grows in you because your body doesn't, they know why cancer grows in you. It's called poison. And all they do is poison you. And that's how they, they, they'll get you to that point. I won't even go over the poisoning, but you got to be, you got to walk in psychically damaged. You got to walk in without your personal power. Like if you walk in a hospital and you notice, and you don't really consciously notice the chocolate bar chip and pop machine, and you don't notice that no one who takes medication is healthy and you don't notice that the person who takes the most medication is the most unhealthy and you don't notice guys like me are super healthy and take no medication and never go to the doctor, you'll already psychically suck dry. Your confidence, self-esteem and self-worth and self-love and dignity have been removed by these, these simple word magic phrases. And of course, being born a sinner is the biggest one. And I, you know, I respect people who believe in a creator. And, but I'm also a self-sabotage coach that work around the world as a self-sabotage coach, which means when people can't get their shit together and they can't stop hurting themselves, they come to me to say, why can't I eat, stop eating Doritos? Why can't I stop drinking? Why can't I stop doing cocaine? Why can't I stop... Why can't I open that business that I want? Why do I keep working the job I don't like? Why do I keep dating idiots? Why do I keep, why am I still in this marriage to a woman or a man that I don't even like who's, who's also a human mess? Well, folks, uh, being born a sinner, that's going to take your soul right out of you. And so is that your biologically faulty and then you're genetically faulty so watch the three snipers and know that that's where your power has gone to it's being removed and you have to start remembering how to get it back and i'm going to i'm going to teach you how to get it back but if you don't know what sucks to dry you're never going to get it back like, I, there's a guy at my gym who come up to me and try and buddy up with me and tell me, oh, you're born a sinner. I said, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah, everybody's born a sinner. I said, look, fuck off. I'm not born a sinner. Don't come and talk to me like that. You might want to disrespect, disregard your personal power like that. But if you call me a sinner again, I'm going to just drive you in the mouth because I don't do word magic. Okay? I defend my country which is the two-foot, two-foot country of me from any incoming attacks, whether physical or spiritual or psychic. And no one's going to sell me the biggest load of bullshit that I've been born faulty and that i got to carry that guilt and shame around my entire life and live a developmentally delayed okay, existence because... I insult myself on the inside of my head in my mind's eye. My inner dialogue is always negative towards self. I, I'm, I'm a master in psychology. I know what negative dialogue does to the psyche. And it's not good. And I don't care how it's sold or what's it dressed up as. Or you're going to heaven if you believe this. I don't believe it at all. Why would I? I'm not going to do anything that damages me. 
And that's how you start getting your power back. You start telling yourself a better story and you realize the weapons, the biggest weapons are not the guns, they're the words. And if you start repeating the wrong words inside your own psyche, throwing up the wrong movie projection on the film screen inside your subconscious mind, you'll imprison yourself. And that's what these cults want. These cults are manipulators because they're never, they're the, oh, they're called the kilopath. They're the groups that have never been strong enough to manipulate, like to forcefully make you do anything. So they've become cunning and highly manipulative to make you do to yourself what they could never do to you because they're not strong enough. So they're going to trick you into anything, trick you into everything that they want to do in the first place. So well, let's leave it there. I'll try and follow up tomorrow about how to get your power back. But you got to be consciously aware of any system of control and psychic gutting where they're always trying to convince you that you're less powerful and less perfect than you really are. And this isn't a journey, folks. This is about a remembering. You just, you're always perfect. You are always this powerful. Blow the dust off. Get the dust off this machine. Start cleaning yourself of the lies and get ready to unplug from this system where I'm going to tell you how to do it tomorrow. You can't get out of the system if it's inside you. So detox yourself of all the negative commentary that were, was invented purposely to steal your power and start taking your power back. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.